Hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to chat with Stefano May over Zoom video. Stefano was born and raised in Colombia, Italy, and he talks about how he got into music. He comes from a musical household. His dad is a very talented musician. He actually got offered a record deal when he was growing up, so now he kind of lives through Stefano, which is amazing. Stefano learned piano at a very early age, ended up attending conservatory for piano. He talked about being on an Italian TV show, which is kind of the equivalent of what American Idol or The Voice here. When the show wrapped up, he ended up moving to New York, talks about his time in New York. Then he moved to Los Angeles, where he met the producer Chico Bennett, who has worked with like Madonna and Lady Gaga and The Killers, Prince. And with him, he started to write some original music. He's got an EP done. He's released three songs thus far. Most recently, the song called Find My Way. And he talks all about that as well. You can watch our interview with Stefano on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Stefano May. Appreciate you being here. Uh, This podcast is about you, uh, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new record and how you got to where you are now. Okay. Okay. Well... Well well, where where are you actually at? Where are you? I'm in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, uh, in Florida? Yes. Florida. yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I'm where tro- are you born? Down tropical. I was born in Italy, Calabria, sat in the southern part of Italy, actually just above Sicily. And um, I lived there for 25 years of my life. Then I moved here. Okay. Wow. All right. I well, moved, uh, yeah. What took you to, well, actually, we'll, we'll get to Florida, but I'm curious. So what was it like being born and raised in uh, Colombia, Italy? In, in Calabria, yes. So who was? Um, you have to know that uh, Calabria is a, is a beautiful, gorgeous land, not just, just because it's my, you know, where I was from, but um, it's the only place except the islands uh, of the peninsula that is... Uh, um, there has, you know, three different seas on the top, on the bottom and right and left. And uh, it's a little bit like California, you know, there, there's like uh, sea, hills and mountains 20 minutes away. Okay. Uh, I'm from California. I'm from San Diego. So I know exactly what okay. you're talking about. <laughs> so it's actually, yeah, well, they, they used to call Calabria, California, just because it's like, you know, oh, there's a wow, comparison that's interesting. in landscape. Yes. Okay. But, California, uh, I like that. Yes. But the beauty is that um, essentially uh, it's, it's, th- there's not really like a huge, huge cities and uh, things are handled in a very simple way there. So growing up there, it was very important to me to be there in that condition because uh, it made me be more focused on uh, music, learning mm-hmm. piano, um, exercising myself every day, going to nature, uh, being in contact with, you know, really simple things that it's actually then w- where I come from and what I like to uh, 
to say with uh, the songs that I write. Uh, I like to be close to uh, simple people, simple people life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I come from a family where uh, my father um, used to play and play every kind of instrument. Uh, I just limit myself to the piano because I think that's very difficult. I'm very jealous of my father, actually. And uh, he used to sing when he was when he was uh, 18 years old. He had an incredible deal with a major recording label wow. like Sony Music at that time. Yeah, um, but his parents didn't have enough money to support him in the you know transfer. And oh. uh, you know it was going from Calabria to Milan, that is in the extreme north of it. Mm -hmm. So I have to say that he was never able to achieve his dream as a singer-songwriter, but he uh, transferred me so much of his passion that there was actually, a, let's say, a way for him to realize his dream through me. And uh, I think that's beautiful because uh, I'm his son and mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a, there's a, his blood running in my blood as well. So sure. I think when this happened, it's, it's so beautiful. And uh, from the other side, my mother, more, more uh, squared, very, very strong woman, uh, always uh, uh, ready to surprise all of us in uh, very tough moments of our life. Uh, as all the women, I think uh, all the women are, you know, um, there's, there's a beauty in what is like, you know, the woman world. They know how to uh, make amazing sacrifices, uh, supporting the most amazing great pains, and uh, also uh, put reserves, in this case for my life, you know, reserves of money that we didn't know about then in the time that you know we had you know some tough time mm -hmm. this money were there to support all of all of us my for my three sisters uh they were like you know going to university and me that i was you know going to the conservatory so uh my mother teaching me all the discipline all the you know like if you really want to be who you want to be you need to uh, you need to put yourself uh, in the condition not just of your talent but also you need to give a discipline to this talent so nothing will be very disorganized because you know uh people that deal with arts are usually very like you know crazy uh, <laughs> be there a little bit here a little bit uh, and she actually get exactly she gave me like you know the she she taught me how to organize all my thoughts and how to be disciplined in my life so that was uh, living there and I and I'm so thankful because uh, I didn't have distractions mm -hmm. I didn't have uh, you know the superficial superficial things uh, I didn't have you know uh, I had my friends I had my piano I had my music I had my family mm -hmm. amazing but when I was 18 years old <laughs> I couldn't wait to run away because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like, okay, now I have my basis right there. Okay. So then when I was 18 years old, I moved to Rome. 
Wow. And I started, yes. It was like, you know, Rome is exactly in the middle between Calabria and Milan. There are mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the two, the two, you know, opposites. Um, I moved to Rome and I, uh, and, you know, I was doing the conservatory there, but at the same time, I was uh, studying philosophy at the university. I was always fascinated by the uh, development of the human thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's very important uh, from a psychological point of view, from like a, a, a human being point of view, also in my music, to know better about this matter. And so I started studying philosophy there. And uh, and then other things happened because mm-hmm. I remember like I, I was studying, I uh, was in a class that day was a history of uh, Middle Eastern philosophy, something like that. And this professor was was like, I mean, you, you had to take probably like uh, 10 Red Bulls if you wanted to survive 30 minutes of his lesson. <laughs> and... Uh, and I remember so like you know what like uh, let me there was a friend of mine told me like you know why you don't come with me and you do uh, the audition for this talent show that it's called Amici but it's exactly the equivalent of you know Got Talent uh, okay. the voice kind of that in Italy mm-hmm. I said well like uh, I will just come with you but I I, I mean like I'm surrounded by these lessons, the conservatory, Chopin, Bach, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really want to stay in this vibe here because, you know, uh, when you then have access to TV shows or whatever, it's a complete different dimension. It's, uh, there are a lot of different factors to play in, right? Right. So this is so, actually a, sh- a show equivalent. It's, it was on television there in Yeah, Italy. it's the Got most it. uh, famous Italian uh, like music uh, show? Yes, music show. Uh, okay. That he's in, right now, it's 20 years that he's going. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Wow. And uh, so I went there. I did uh, the night before. I said, you know what? Like, uh, I really want to do... I wasn't writing my music at the time. Or, I mean, I was trying, but it was really horrible. Uh, <laughs> so I said, like, you know, let me try to do something that even if it's not mine can be in some way mine. So uh, it was the year that Lady Gaga came out with Poker Face. You know, was the... Mm -hmm. That was the smash of the year. I mean, Lady Gaga, oh, who is this beast? I mean, like, I I really love her. I really love her. And uh, I said, you know, this is like a disco song, whatever. I want to do this acoustic. And uh, And I try to do something different, you know? So I arrived there, uh, audition in front of like very famous people, famous songwriter, singer, and uh, the TV host that is like, the, it's like the Italian opera, opera Winfrey. And uh, I started to do this song. And uh, when I finished to sing the song, I knew that I was in. I had the feeling because, uh, uh, I mean, like I said, fuck where I put myself in I mean like my best friend was with me in that time I was just there because he told me just come with me right and um, okay you know they interview me whatever and after 10 minutes of leaving the studios I received a call I was with my friend going back home 
it's like uh, we are really interested you're in wow so i was on a phone and a friend my best friend in front of me that i had to tell him look they called me you know it's it's brutal it's horrible because yeah, like, i was just there to, to bring support him, him right to support and then, him so and then you took the slot <laughs> exactly and uh, you know like he handled the thing in a in a very amazing way uh, i love him so much still today Mm-hmm. and he supported me so much during the six months that I was inside this TV show. So, wow. you know, I said bye-bye to uh, philosophy at that point. And, uh, you know, there was a set of me that was very happy not to hear anymore, the professor. But, you know, I never lost uh, the, the, the importance of being, you know, like having, having a culture, you know, or mm-hmm. studying. Because it's, I mean, like, uh, we are here to try to heal the world with music. That's the intent, in my opinion, of a songwriter. Tell story, but you know, it's healing. It's at the end, it's healing. Think about anytime uh, Adele writes a song, she writes about, you know, her love story or her like, you know, divorce or whatever, but she's healing. And a lot mm-hmm. of people listen, her stories can heal as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I never lose this uh, opportunity to heal, you know, the world with music. But in order to do that, you need to, you know, have like a, a cultural s- substance with you, a uh, cultural background. So you need to study every day. You need to research. You need to read. You need to be informed. Um, and, you know, most important thing, you need to leave. <laughs> you need to make your experiences because like if you don't do that, how you can you be believable when you sing something? Right. So uh, that was fantastic. I was there for six months and being yeah. on a TV show for six months or it kills you or it, 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 it gives you like a, a lot of strength. <laughs> well, it gave me a lot of strength because okay, it's not good. easy. Yeah. If you think like uh, it's, it's like being in a kind of big brother, you're 24 seven with a camera that is some way like following you, right it, yeah was it con- and, a contest and, so like you every week you would what do a different song and then the judges would exactly. vote and then it kind of dwindles exactly down like as that. it goes okay exactly like that the only difference between the american version and the italian version that every day uh goes like in the afternoon an hour of the daily things happening in the school because it's 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 actually like a school okay it's a, you know, a TV school. So it's not, it's, so are it's they a show. filming the school, like you guys yes. at school and everything. Okay. So this is like a but, re- like full on reality show. It's not just like, exactly. Okay. We're going to show up today. You're going to sing whatever song the theme of the week is. You'll sing it in front of the judges. They're going to say yes or no. They're going to kick somebody yeah. off and that's it. So this there's is like preparation. Yeah. Okay. There's uh, preparation. There are tears. There are uh, fights. I mean, there are, but everything is very natural, but it's just, you know, uh, it's very uncomfortable when you're not used to uh, know that there's a camera everywhere. So, uh, right. and, also, and, and also like, you know, the <laughs> first times it kind of like, uh, uh, before you say something, you think 300 times, you know, because it's like, you know, should I say that? Should I? Well, uh, so it, it was, it was very weird at the beginning, but it was an amazing experience. After that, I started to tour uh, Europe, uh, all Italy, uh, and to write my first songs, actually, because I felt that uh, there was a moment where I, uh, you know, there were a lot of different songwriters, very important to um, giving me some of their songs that I really appreciated. But 
inside of me there was the you know i really i wasn't really happy because i wasn't telling my story mm-hmm. and uh, i had some difficulty on be believable in that case because i said oh, okay that's your story and it's beautiful but i need to be able to write my stories with my sound with my way to um sing to the world who i am so you know i started with the first songs really really ugly my god were really ugly but there was an exercise it's like you know uh, starting to play piano you start from the little things to the slowly slowly the, the most the, the bigger ones i mean before to do chopin you need to do a lot of like chopstick you know <laughs> right right so uh, i started you know to to write uh, songs and uh, and uh, actually um the um the first time i really wrote something that made sense not just for me but also for who was around me at the time it was the equivalent of a very painful moment in my life okay so i understood that it doesn't really matter you know you know really trying to do your best every day but there are moments of your life that just you know open um, files open uh channels of your you know life right. mm-hmm. where you can actually you know come with 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 something that it was really simple mm-hmm. to to you know to to write but just because there was pain behind there was a strong experience behind and there was the case of a song that i still didn't release uh but that got the attention of actually uh very important uh singers uh even bocelli for example wow um, and uh, but still didn't release this song and how did, uh, how did you how did these people find the song and and actually i'm i'm curious to know did this process start after the show had wrapped up or are you is this happening yeah. during the show yeah uh, it, it was after because actually during that specific show that year they didn't really allowed us to 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 sing right. their songs you know there are like it was just know, whatever covers that deals you were doing. between the recording labels gotcha. and uh, uh, there was sony music that was like behind me at the time um then like w- what happened you know uh, i started you know to to keep writing 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 mm-hmm. writing and uh i was finishing the conservatory at the time i was like keeping writing touring uh um uh, and and do a ton of different experiences like all over europe uh a day uh, a friend of mine said um i was really really struggling uh because uh, you know what america lived here in 2008 we started to live in italy around 2012-13 okay so um it was very frustrating because uh culturally economically it was just like you know sinking the entire country and uh, there wasn't any other stimulus uh, that i found that was you know really like you know uh inspiring to me so uh a friend of mine told me let's go to new york and i said well i really like it. if this is it i want to go to 
UK. I want to go and study in London. I want right. to you know, keep with my studies. I want to go in one of these beautiful college because I studied when I was 17 years old. I won a scholarship and I studied there at the St. John College in Cambridge. So I was in love with the place. Um, and my friend said, oh, let's just go. Let's just take you know, a week of, you know, let's go in a big city and let's have fun. I was like, okay, let's go. Well, when I landed, I tell you, I have goosebumps saying that. I felt that I always belonged to the place. Um, I found, uh, I never visited before America. So like, uh, uh, and you know, New York is New York. It's not mm-hmm. really America. It's, I mean, right. it's the land of the, uh, the, the, I mean, where everything can happen. But it's then I discovered that America was also something else. So I was into this, you know, game, you know, like uh, with uh, people everywhere, with lights everywhere, with everybody that didn't actually give uh, a shit about anything else. You right. know, everybody was like there to live their specific moment. And I was like, I love this. I mean, like uh, I was used to, you know, to Italy that, there's the, 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 the culture was a little bit different, but I really felt like, you know, free there. And so like, I can express myself in the way that I want here. Well, the problem is that I didn't have, you know, <laughs> I, my English wasn't good. Uh, but I said, you know, I want to start to come here often and see if this is the place where I want to build my future day. Mm-hmm. So 2012, 2013, 2014. I, I came to the United States very often in just New York, never been in any other place. Uh, I, I, you know, like the, these were the moments where I, I, there was something new in my life that I, that I knew that when the moment was, uh, uh, when I was ready, that place was there. But actually, like I came back to Italy and uh, in a moment of strong desperation, let's say like that, I remember like I, I expressed the desire to have a big cultural stimulus. Because I said like, you know, between me and me, uh, so like uh, if I don't get something really cool, I'll leave Italy right now. And actually a week after... <laughs> That's crazy. My sister calls me. She's a doctor. And she says, uh, I'm uh, uh, visiting Maestro Franco Zeffirelli. That is him. I'll show you. I have him here. That's him. So he, oh, wow. he is uh, the most famous Italian uh, director of movie, theater, opera. I mean, he was the one that opened the mat in New York in 50. Wow. He was the one that discovered DiCaprio, was the one that discovered like a ton, like the Hamlet, the Jesus of Nazareth, all these kind of movie, all Hollywood was able to come in Italy because of him. Wow. He was a best friend with Liz Taylor, Michael Jackson. Uh, I mean, like, so she said, he wants to meet you. And uh, I was at the conservatory, I take a taxi and I go to his home. That was the most amazing moment of my life. Two hours with him talking about, you know, uh, music, mm-hmm. classical music. Uh, Maria Callas, there was, you know, one of his best friends. Um, 
And at the end of the meeting, after two hours, he said, uh, from today, we will never leave each other. I want to see you every day. So I started to work with him. And I had the, I mean, the, the honor, the pleasure to work with him. Think about when he was 23 years old, that was my age when I was talking to he was, you know, uh, walking in the streets of Paris with Coco Chanel, Salvador Dali. Uh, he was able to be witness and creator of a world that cannot exist anymore. <laughs> and I was there witnessing his story. So I worked with him for, uh, you know, a lot of different years. And... Um, and when I finally decided to move to New York, he supported me. He was kind of upset at the beginning because, you know, he wanted me to stay there. But I said, you know, I need to build my future. And he really supported me. He helped me also in this decision. And uh, it was because of him that when I, I moved in the United States, then I also was be able to meet Cher, actually, and uh, become friendly wow. there as well. Yeah. Uh, because she, uh, he did he with Mussolini also with Cher. It's a beautiful movie uh, with Cher, John Plourite, uh Judy Dench, Maggie Smith. Uh, amazing movie. Um, so I moved to New York in Harlem. That was uh, the place where I was so lucky to, to be in contact with all the music that I always listened since when I was a child. You know, Motown. Mm -hmm uh soul gospel and i learned a lot from from the people living there because in harlem there's still like you know music happening in the streets you still sure. see like you know people carrying their you know stereo with cassettes and walking like that like in the 80s it's i mean it was just like you know a movie for me uh, i started to go to the first uh, uh, you know gospel functions uh, listening the real gospel choirs, uh, you know, Apollo Theater. Um, I mean, I was in heaven. And that's when I started to 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 write, you know, in English to uh, to start to write in English, and also to understand that my music was uh, taking a different direction, but also a different sound. So it's it's weird because uh, sounds is really affected by the things that you leave. And I noticed this when I go back to Italy and I play for my friends the songs that are not released yet. They say, oh my God, you see, this song has an international sound. I don't see that as international sound. I see that, that as like, you know, the sound that I'm creating probably because of what I'm leaving, you know? So uh, I started to work for Columbia University, Jamal Joseph, Jamal Joseph that I met in the elevator uh, at... Um, in, in, in Harlem, he, uh, he had an incredible story and he became professor with Black Panthers, think about. And he became professor of law at the Columbia University and he was writing movies for them. You know, mm -hmm. August Rush, if you ever seen August Rush, yeah. with wow. the, that movie was written by him. And I remember watching that movie and crying myself like, in, like you know, it, it was beautiful. Anyway, he helped me to write soundtracks for the movies produced by Columbia University. So that was my first, uh, my oh, first. Oh, you were like uh, scoring the movie? Yes, yes. That's amazing. That's another okay. of my passion because, uh, uh, you know, helped a lot trained by classical, you know, uh, with mm -hmm. classical music. For me, it's like I close my eyes 
you tell me a theme and I just start to compose for piano, piano, orchestra, uh, string chords. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that is really inside me and, and I feel that really beautiful to make it. And um, then I moved to Los Angeles. Be why? Because music obviously called me there. And, um, and I found, I found a different America in Los Angeles because I was, uh, was used to, you know, to see people walking everywhere. I said, first time I went to Los Angeles, where are the people walking here? <laughs> They're all <laughs> sitting in the cars in traffic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I wasn't used to, like, think about it. The first time I started to live in Los Angeles was uh, the beginning of May 2016. I took an Uber to go to another place of the of the town and i said okay i take just you know the uber it leaves me there and i'll start to walk everywhere i said <laughs> i mean like i noticed that these blocks were like eternal and there was nothing really to to be you know like there were like just blocks concrete blocks mm-hmm. and i said okay there is probably a different way to leave the city here so it was really difficult for me at the beginning to get used to the reality. And it took me actually different years till the moment that I, it's also very difficult to make friends in Los Angeles because it's so big mm-hmm. that uh, it's, it's really uh, almost impossible if you don't have connections, friends of friends and friends that present, that, 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 you know, like uh, putting in contact with other friends, it's really impossible to know anybody there. So I, uh, through a, a charity uh, um, event, I met what became my producer, Chico Bennett. And uh, Chico Bennett, you know, like uh, he, he uh, was 19 years old when he started to work with Prince. Uh, he, he worked all his life with Prince and Madonna and Lady Gaga and, uh, mm-hmm. um, I mean, a ton of killers and... Uh, a ton of people. And I was there saying like, okay, okay, there's me too now just working on some little stuff. We started to produce one song. This song is called Broken. And uh, he really loved this record. And uh, this was September 2018. Uh, But, you know, it was, you know, let's start to work together and see how we feel about each other. It wasn't actually till March of the following year that, we really started to work on an EP because he really loved the project. And he said, let's work on an EP. Let's do that. And uh, in that moment there, I I realized that Chico wasn't just, you know, like uh, a great musician, great producer, but he became really a great friend. Mm -hmm. Um, He is my, uh, you know, like uh, we, we call each other brother from another mother because really their connection between us, it's, huge 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 um and uh you know we worked on this ep uh they were supposed to come out uh, uh march of 2020 okay. Se- march 7 2020 does remind you something wait what happened march- in march of 2020 uh- no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh, you know like uh, so we started to showcase the ep like uh, the november 2019 we were ready to launch TCP March 2020 and pandemic started. Right. So, you know, the world was very, very confused. 
Mm-hmm. Where are we going? What is going on? What is happening? And uh, music industry was stalled. I mean, like uh, there was probably you know no uh, no other industry that actually struggled so much like music industry. The only people that were able to release something were you know like you know late. From Lady Gaga, Elton John, Miley Taylor Cyrus, Swift. I mean, Taylor <laughs> Swift. Two, I mean, took two records out. Exactly. People that mm. can just uh, you know do this and their Instagram, their followers, or they you know like everything is like they are ready. But for people that are trying to uh, you know start right, their journey, yeah, it's very difficult. But what I said, I said like you know, let's do what I did when I started the talent show. I'll take covers. And I will change completely these covers and I will publish these covers mm-hmm. every day on YouTube. Actually, I was able to make in one week 1.8 million people <laughs> there, wow. fo- like following or uh, reaching, you watching, know, yeah. you know, with, watching that. And uh, you cannot do any more these numbers because people are no longer at home. <laughs> I mean, like, you need to be somebody else to make it. But I, they bur- yeah, they I, burned out on watching people online now. <laughs> you know, like I, I was so happy, and you know, also gave me, uh, it, it started to give me, like, you know, the possibility to uh, have an exchange with uh, American audience, and not just American. Actually, I discovered that the South American audience was going crazy, and it's still today. Like, so I'm actually like, you know, I, I'm thinking about doing a Spanish uh, song as next release uh, mm-hmm. that. I speak different languages and Spanish is one of these. I love, uh, I love singing in Spanish. I think it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at the end, like we are, uh, we are people living the world. I don't think about, you know, country or confines or whatever. We are all here. And if we can, uh, if we can um, do these also in different languages for different market, why not? Right. Right. Uh, so nothing. Um, EP is not released yet, but on December uh, 20, uh, 2021, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was so, so over all these uh, allow me the word bullshit that we were right. living, you know, like uh, giving us excuses for not to do something that I said, I don't care. I want to release a song. Um, I want to, as I said at the beginning, trying to heal what, what in my opinion is important to heal. So I, uh, just to test that everything was going to be fine, I released the first song, Just Piano Voice, it was Prayer. It was mm-hmm. actually uh, uh, a moment uh, of this one where you talk with yourself and you just pray for something better coming, Okay. And there wasn't supposed to be, you know, the first real release. But I wanted to be sure that everything was working nice when my first real release was coming. And actually, this was We Are The Power. They came out on December 17th. We Are The Mm -hmm. Power uh, is a song uh, that it, it really unites everybody on the deal that is just without all, you know, the, the single strengths of this you know of everybody that we can make something happen in this world something really mm-hmm. nice and i said i want to release this 
uh, it will be also a good way to be um, received probably during the holidays. You know, everybody during the holidays, uh, uh, I don't know what, just during the holidays, but like is trying to find a way to think better. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, you know what? I will do in this song uh, what I always uh, dream to do. Gospel, uh, bringing all my passion, the soul in a church, like my journey started in the United States, in Harlem. And that was it. We Are the Power came out December 17th, was beautiful, was received really, really, really well. And, um, and uh, you know, the message arrived. Uh, it was my first release, so there's a lot of way, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of, you know, things to build still. Sure. Because, uh, it's just the beginning and there mm -hmm. will be, I mean, like I always, I'm very convinced that when you do art, there's never like, you know, uh, you know, I arrived there because right. in the moment you that you arrive, arrive, you see like there's another huge mountain mm -hmm. to climb. Um, and okay. So, uh, you know, January, February usually are kind of like February, everything really restarts. Generally people are still kind of slipping from the holidays. I wanted to release the second single and I wanted to be a bridge in between, uh, we are the power and the EP. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, like I, uh, this time, you know, I want something more upbeat. I want to still have the Motown inside, but I want to bring this Motown to a much more contemporary world. Um, and, uh, and I wanted to, you know, like we are still living in very unprecedented time. It's like, we are going you know, from pandemic to worse to, uh, I, and, and there's something interesting. This morning I was reading an article and there was this, uh, uh, this person that was saying like, you know, I feel that the people that are living in the world right now are people elected because these are really unprecedented time. And if we are living this right now, it means that also we can make something good coming from this mess. And I said, you know, that's very inspiring. I didn't think about that. So if I'm here, it can be that I will be able to change the story in some way. Mm -hmm. And if think about it, if every human being think about that, think, think in this way, it can be a huge change, huge. So, um, I said, you know, thinking about find my way, it doesn't matter the surrounding, the challenges that are always there, ready to, you know, uh, be in our lives as obstacles, as signs. But if we really want what we desire, we can make it happen. And I, this was find my way. And I told this story. Uh, through my mother's, uh, my, my mother teaching me that, you know, like uh, uh, the discipline that anything I want, I can get, but just if I open my heart and if I, you know, like if I, um, yeah, if I open my heart essentially, and if I 
if I'm very disciplined. So mm-hmm. that was Find My Way that came out March 24th. Uh, it's going really, really well, actually. I Let's see. Uh, I'm not usually somebody that is uh, obsessed with numbers, but the industry is it's, uh, 147,000 views. So seven wow. days, it's good. That's huge. For somebody that is just a second release, it's good. Mm-hmm. That is uh, amazing. And, uh, and there was a beautiful production with Chico. Uh, kind of long, a month. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. actually the song was keeping changing direction all the time. Um, but I'm really, really happy of what the result is. And I'm already looking forward to the next the release that probably will be the EP or the Spanish song that I'm working Amazing. On. Very, very yeah. cool. Well, I love what you got going on currently, Stefana, and I appreciate your time. This has been awesome. Uh, what took you then to Florida? When did you move to Florida? I'm just curious now. I moved to Florida. <laughs> or not before the pandemic <laughs> that oh, was wow. like, the best thing <laughs> i you know like uh, um florida was very kind of liberal during the pandemic uh, mm-hmm. there wasn't any real lockdown and they let a lot of people actually die for that um but um it also um let's say you know there were people dying during the pandemic for the health issue and there are people today struggling with health psychological health issues because they were caged in apartments they were caged in you know like and los angeles and new york were probably the the two worst reality to live in in that time uh so i was really really happy to be here really blessed i have to say i love florida i love the heat (laughs) i'm um it makes me very happy makes me more vibrant uh i have my studio here um i love uh, people you know i think a lot of time the sun gives people you know more happiness so everybody oh, yeah. that vitamin d happy. man exactly <laughs> it's like when you go to hawaii that you see that everybody's very smiling with like, flowers and then whatever it's like why people are so nice here well you know it's paradise you live in paradise so, right exactly so but i you know i never still been in nashville and oh. i can't wait to come it was actually it was actually one of the first places I wanted to visit, but the pandemic started and I didn't do it. And but I really, really want to come there. Yeah, we just moved here. I mean, I grew up in Southern California, in San Diego, so just south of LA. Uh, and then my family and I, we moved here February of last year. So we've been here a year, a little over a year now. We absolutely love it. San Diego is beautiful too. Yeah, it is. It's good. <laughs> I, 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 there was something enjoy. so funny. Uh, there was that happened in San Diego last year in September. I, I I like to when I go to California. I lived there for five years, and mm-hmm. uh, but when I go to California, I always like to do a stop in Tijuana. Oh yeah, I, love, I used to go to Tijuana all the time when I was growing up. Oh my up. god, there's the restaurant, uh, the very famous restaurant where like actually the sister salad, sister salad was invented. It's invented, yes, yeah. yeah. But they do some taco. I mean. Tijuana is one of the best places to eat for me. So uh, I go there and when I come back, you know, I take the train uh, from Union Station in uh, San Diego and I always stop a little Italy. Well, the last time I went oh, there, yeah. there was a, an Italian procession of a saint that is really like Italian stuff that I always witnessed since when I was a child. Uh-huh. And I was there so like, 
I'm not as new. I'm in Italy here. <laughs> That's cool. So it actually does. It holds up. Somebody born and raised in Italy comes to San Diego, goes to Little Italy, and that's cool. That's yeah. cool to know because I'm like, I always thought about that. I'm like, if somebody from Italy came here, are they going to be like, what is this noise? Like, like what is this? But no, that's it's cool really that it held up. <laughs> okay, Let me that's tell cool you. to know. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Well, awesome, Stefano. Thank you so much. I have one more quick question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Always uh be inspired by something uh always uh follow your dreams um you know be always concentrated in what you know your dreams are and uh, you will be able to find the way to make the dream uh possible i promise <laughs>